All right, welcome back to the prospecting show. Today is Thursday, October 8th, and uh, we are nearing the end of the year here, but business is still booming. And today on the call, I got Jeff and Catherine from Norkel Business Brokers. How are you? Good. We are doing great, Connor. How are you? I'm, I'm great, thank you. So the, the people listening to the show, they know there's a little bit of a format, a past, a present, and a future. And I know you both, uh, I'm sure, have some very colorful pasts on things that you've done. So maybe let's kick it off with Jeff. Give us a little bit of intro of where you started and how you got to where you are today. Okay, uh, well, thanks um, thanks for the opportunity here, Connor. I appreciate it. Um, a little bit about past and, and how we got to where we are today. Um, I started off as in operations and business development and um, that has kind of led me down a path that has kind of um, taught me that I really love dealing with people in the kind of the sales side of, of the process. Um, I'm great at coming up with systems and processes but really it's working with people day to day and meeting new people and learning about their business and how they run their business and how they're successful. That kind of curiosity has led me into um, becoming a business broker and consultant, and uh, I love what I do. And um, Catherine has been a great part of, of kind of the team that we formed together. And so um, I don't know, I'll I'll talk over to Catherine, and then she can tell us a little bit about her. Okay. About her. Okay. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Connor. Thanks, Jeff. Um, okay. I my past. I started off as a, as an insurance agent. So um, my business has always been within sales, and from there I've met um, Jeff with uh, one of our network meetings within Daniel, and from there he recruited me to work with him, and he told me about the business brokerage, which is uh, Liberty Business Advisors, and he asked me if I would be willing to work with him as his lead generator. And from there, um, we just kind of, from the business brokerage, we've expanded and found more ways to expand our services, not only in the brokerage side, but some niches within the industry that we really want to specialize with. Yeah, and, and so with the business brokerage, right? There, there's, I'm sure people have heard this before, like a real estate broker where, where you're syndicating deals. Like maybe give the audience a little bit of a taste of what business brokerage actually is, like what the day-to-day is or what it is that you deliver as a service. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll take this one first. Um, so as a business broker, it is, you can think of it, it's very similar as a real estate broker, but instead of helping people buy and sell homes, we're helping people buy and sell businesses. So um, that involves a lot of lead generation activity, just like a realtor. Uh, it involves um, reaching out to people, uh, getting them comfortable with the process of either buying or selling a business, managing the entire transaction once you get buyers and sellers together. Um, a lot of kind of paperwork and forms to make sure that the deal is is documented as it should be, um, and then there's also um, kind of kind of the crisis management <laughs> aspect, if you want to call it that, when things aren't going, um, you know, nothing goes perfect in every transaction, so you have to do a little bit of um, working with different people's um, personalities and trying to find creative ways to solve problems to get the deal done in the end, because that's what's most important. Yeah, that that's interesting. You say that, and Catherine, you with your background in insurance, what kind of skills do you find that from the insurance world that you've been able to bring over to the business brokerage world? Um, 
I think with since I was a, 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 an independent uh, insurance agent, I think what I brought into the brokerage system is like the discipline of like consistently looking for uh, looking to fill in your pipeline. You know, um, you always have to be ahead of the game and constantly looking for um, leads to continue to do your job. Whether it's my insurance uh, business before and working with Jeff and looking for clients for for us to fill our pipeline. Got it. And, and, and in the brokerage side, maybe this is a question for, for Jeff, but in, in the brokerage side, is it harder to find buyers or sellers? And I'm sure that's somewhat market dependent and with coronavirus and all this craziness economically right now, that might it might be a little different today than it was a year ago. But traditionally speaking, is it hi- harder to find people to buy businesses or harder to find people who want to sell businesses? That's really a great question. And yes, it, it definitely is different today than it was, say, a year ago. Um, Today, there's there's fewer buyers, um, or at least ones who are who are willing and ready to pull the trigger on something. There's a lot of doubt um, and uncertainty right now. But um, you know, I'd say a year ago, uh, it was it's harder to find. Uh, actually, I'd say it's still harder to find buyers uh, back a year ago. There's there's always people who are in some different phase of their business, whether they're they're growing and they want to kind of cash out at the top, or maybe they're struggling and they're looking for somebody who can help them out and, and kind of relieve them of the burden that's their business and somebody's looking at as an opportunity to take advantage of. Um, so I, I would say there's doesn't seem like there has been any real shortage of sellers. It's sometimes harder to find the right buyer for the right business. That's the challenge. Um, there's plenty of buyers, but finding the right buyer for the right business is, is you know, the, the hard part. Yeah. And, and when you go through these transactions, right, and you start bringing the two parties together and doing paperwork and due diligence and all that, how long do these transactions typically take? They take anywhere from 30 days to maybe 90 days at the most, but the average is maybe four to six weeks. Um, some go to eight weeks, depending on what type of businesses, if there's license transfers involved and that sort of thing. Got it. And, and Catherine, because you're on the, the lead generation side and you're kind of leveraging those insurance skills and, and those hunting skills, what do you think the biggest piece of advice you would give someone who's coming into this space? Like, how do they be successful in the role that you have? Um, it's being creative. Uh, for me, it's, it combines a lot of aspects. There's like an old-fashioned way of you know, doing door to door because with with our with our business with the brokerage, I do walk in before the COVID. I would walk in and and meet business owners, introduce myself, what what I do, hand hand my our brochures or our calling our our business cards, and at the same time I'm making I'm, I'm taking advantage of the social media, Facebook, Instagram, um, LinkedIn, um, all those social media are very very helpful um so i make use of those at the same time we also use the the old school telemarketing so it's a combination of everything but definitely social media has a great role in filling our pipelines and it's the fastest way to get results 
Yeah, and it's interesting you say that too, because I think at the end of the day, like right now, you know, let's go back a little bit. Let's go back six months, 12 months. People did a lot of that door knocking, visiting businesses in person and kind of going through that. And now there's a lot of businesses who have um, changed the way that they do things because they don't have the same opportunities, right? They can't go to the conferences. They can't go to the BNIs. They can't do all the, the things they used to in person. And so now people are forced to get extremely creative um, with, with their businesses. Have you seen that the valuation of businesses have changed in the last uh, year or so because they're maybe not doing as much revenue as they were previously? Uh, yes, I, I would say that uh, valuations have definitely changed. Um, the, you know, the multiples that you might apply to standard businesses have decreased um, because revenues are down, there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of businesses that aren't doing as well or they're not open as many hours or they can't reach the same number of customers as they could previously. Um, and so all those factors, especially relating to kind of the future uncertainty of how things are going to look in six months, 12 months from now, um, have caused uh, valuations to decline somewhat. Yeah, and, and, and with that, what is your recommendation for businesses who are considering selling? Um, I'd say, for one, um, do whatever you can to make sure that your um, books are in order and clean. Um, that's always an important part uh, because somebody who's looking at your business, um, they want to see that you have properly managed it, that you have kind of your financial affairs in order and that makes it easier to evaluate for them as well um, if somebody you know is handed a, a box of receipts and you know some uh, spreadsheets and napkins with, <laughs> with your your ledger on it um, that doesn't come across as somebody who's quite as professional and maybe didn't um, run their business as as well as they could I mean that could be seen as an opportunity um, for something to be improved but typically somebody who um, didn't pay attention to those details or didn't keep things, you know, their financial house in order, who knows what else might be going on with the business. So um, having, you know, your P&L updated, um, balance sheet, those sort of things, I mean, those can be done in QuickBooks or, you know, online um, uh, programs. So it's not necessarily you have to hire a, a fancy accountant to do that. Um, but those are all things that, you know, those are things you should have, have done, I would say. Uh, another thing you can do is to... Um, Try and see what other kinds of relationships that you can forge outside of your normal kind of face-to-face -face business that you've done. If you can find different ways to start growing your business um, from outside of standard face-to-face -face business you've been doing, um, then anything you can do that will increase revenues and, and decrease your costs, um, that's obviously going to help your valuation in the long run. Yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's a really good point. I think right now, um, that's even more important than ever because if someone wants to sell in a year from now and somebody looks back on the books and sees this, they're going to somewhat, I, I think, the understanding of, you know, COVID and the problems that have came up out of it. But at the same time, uh, a buyer is going to leverage the crap out of that to drive the price down um, for the seller, I would imagine, right? So it's really important that people are demonstrating that they can still grow through uncertain times. It makes it a little bit more sustainable, a little bit more protected business. And I'm assuming that that would create more valuation, yeah? Uh, absolutely, yes. Um, the stronger that they remain during um, COVID, uh, the better the picture is going to be um, now and six months from now or 12 months from now when they're planning to sell. Um, we're kind of in a in an odd situation right now, just a story that um, we're 
um, selling a business locally that uh, was designated as an essential business and they remained open during COVID and their business has arrived. Um, they're in uh, it's a, a local bike shop and um, a lot of people now, instead of you know doing what they would normally do, go to the movies on the weekends or do other things, they're going outdoors, they're riding their bikes. And so that type of business is actually doing really well. And people who are looking at the business are um, surprised to see how well it's doing. And it almost has a, I won't say a negative effect, but it's almost like they can't believe that it's doing so much better these days than, than other ones. So it's kind of just an interesting way that somehow things can be fun depending on your perspective. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and that's a good point, right? Because everyone has different priorities. And I, with coronavirus, no one would have been able to predict the transition that happened. But for sure, people are more interested in investing in their health and relaxation and in individualistic activities on the weekend, right? Because you can't, you gotta, you can't go to the movie theater, like you said. So it's interesting to see these little pockets of businesses that are doing really, really well. Uh, for example, I met a guy the other day um, who has business-to-business gift, business gift baskets. And because uh, a lot of these meetings aren't happening in person, their business is going through the roof because people are using these as like holiday gifts or birthday gifts or whatever, and they're sending them out. And that business is going through the roof right now because they just have filled a void, right? And so it's kind of like, well, uh, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do business, uh, adapt and, and change and, and and make a modification so that you can be successful. So I totally agree for that. Um, because we like to keep the episodes relatively short on on the show here, maybe you guys could talk a little bit about who your ideal customer is, and then also plug a website or ways that people can reach out to both you, Catherine, and Jeff. Um. Okay. So. Uh... Sorry, I, I'd like there. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. Can you so start with the question. Yeah, we we, we want to um, know who your ideal customer is, right? Ideal so, customer, is yeah. is it uh, is it a location? Is it uh, you know a revenue size, a headcount size, an age size? Tell us a little bit about your customer profile and who you're looking to meet, um, and then also throw out some contact information for people to reach you. Okay, so our um, ideal customer profile. So we kind of have two two sides of our business. The, on the business brokerage side, um, we deal, our license is here in, in California, and there's some states that don't require licenses, but really our focus is any, you know, Main Street, um, any kind of business really up to maybe say about $10 million in revenue size um, you know, uh, is, is the type and size of business that we can help, whether you're a restaurant, whether you are um, uh, I don't know, an ice cream shop, an engineering firm, um, um, cannabis dispensary. We uh, actually specialize in cannabis. So we help people buy and sell business businesses in all those areas. So that's our focus on the business brokerage side. Um, on our kind of consulting side, again, focusing a lot on cannabis, but we can help other vertical markets as well, uh, is, is, is lending. So uh, I don't know if you're how much your audience members might know about cannabis side of things, but banking and other types of activities related to banking is a very underserved um, area of the industry because of U.S. federal regulations, which still uh, say cannabis is illegal, but on a state-by-state state level, that's changing. So um, for people to find funding, it's very difficult to help them grow their business. There's a lot of people with great ideas and have the skills and the knowledge to build really a, a wonderful business, but they just need a little financial help. And so we work with a lot of them 
to uh, help find funding. And we've got some great lenders out there that actually do specialize in help, helping on the cannabis side. Now, they help all businesses, but it's very rare to find somebody who can help cannabis businesses. And um, we've, we've helped a lot of businesses, and that makes us feel good that they're helping them grow. Um, and, you know, we're receiving a lot of great feedback from people who appreciate you know, the work that we're doing in, in that area because, again, it truly is kind of an underserved uh, area of, um, of the market. Yeah, that's really cool. And especially for the guy, the area that you guys are in, I'm sure that that's going to be a, a good niche going forward. And, and I only see that industry expanding, right? There's a lot of people interested in uh, the new regulations and changing regulations. I think healthcare is always a, a big focus and cannabis is a big focus and probably blockchain and securities are, are a big focus too. So there's kind of these different like pillars of future business growth and future industry growth that I see. And I think cannabis is very much in that top one or two positions. So for the people who, you know, have a business or are looking at buying a business, maybe you just briefly walk us through the process and then how they can reach you to go through that process. So just just whatever their process is to reach out to you, say, hey, I'm interested in buying a business or hey, I'm interested in selling a business. Talk about that process and then how they can reach you. Okay. Um, yeah, it's pretty easy. So um, for somebody who's looking to buy a business, uh, really what we do is we sit down with them, we we find out what um, their budget is, we find out what their needs are, what their kind of life uh, goals and life you know, quality, what, uh, how they want to spend their time. Are they want to like an absentee business? Do they want to be actively involved? Do they have a passion? Do they have something that they have experience in that they want to go after? So there's there's a lot of different questions that we ask in order to help find the right business for them. And then um, we go to our network and um, do outreach to find what businesses are available for them and match their needs. So it's really to get started. It's really just a conversation. It's probably 10 minutes on the phone, um, not doing too much in person these days, but you know, phone and Zoom <laughs> have been great uh, lately and uh, we can be just as effective. Uh, on the seller side, um, typically what we do is find out more about their business, why they're selling, what's been the history of the business. We take a look at their financials so that we can help come up with a valuation. And we help them get an idea of what their business can sell for. And that's no obligation. They don't have to pay us anything. They don't have to move forward with us. We help a lot of businesses, just kind of business owners, get an idea of what their business might be worth today. And we're happy to do that uh, for them because we know maybe at some point in the future they might need our help. So having a conversation, learning about their business, looking at the financials and coming up with an accurate valuation and providing that to them if they choose to move forward, um, then that's great. Um, we typically have uh, a representation agreement that we follow to give that gives us the permission to sell their business for them. If somebody wanted to reach out to us to um, talk about either one of those things, buying or selling a business, uh, the easiest way to get a hold of us is through our email address, which is norcalbusinessbroker at gmail.com, or they can call us at 925-302-2100. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for both of you for being on the show. I know this is a very niche area that you guys are in, but it's also super needed right now with everybody buying and selling and transacting business. Um, I, you know, There's a lot of people who come on the show who are entrepreneurs who have built a business and might be thinking about exiting or they're you know, early in their career and thinking of taking on another business. So for anybody who's interested, you can always reach out to us at The Prospecting Show and we can get you in contact with uh, Jeff and Catherine. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Connor. Thank you, Connor. Appreciate the time as well. Have a great day. 
You too. Thank you. Thank you.